So I was thinking today about the fact that you are what you do and you generally only go as far as the people you know. Whatever it is that you do, that is basically who you become. If all you do is sit around all day long, eating bad food, playing video games, watching Netflix, it's gonna be very difficult for you to be successful. And like in all things, there are exceptions. You might go on your Instagram or YouTube and find someone who just does nonsense all the time and has millions of followers and makes a bunch of money. But that's not generally the rule, right? For most of us, that's not going to be the case. And so for the majority of us, what we need to do is like I've said before, we need to plan with the end in mind. Who do we want to be? Where do we want to go? If we have a business, if we're entrepreneurs, where do we want to take our business to? Or where do we want to take our business idea so that it becomes our dream business? How do we want to plan out our lives? What do we need to do so that our marriages and our relationship with our kids and our family and friends become relationships that are enriching for everyone involved, right? These are all goals. These are all things that we all want. Right? Nobody wants to have toxic relationships. Nobody wants to be broke. Nobody wants to have you know, a boss over them or customers that suck. So you start with the end in mind. You imagine that thing that you would really like to achieve. And then based on that, you work your way back as to how do you get there. So now there's always going to be a number of steps. There's a process, right? So you make out your plan. You, you write out your process. And as you do that, there are going to be clear steps that need to be taken on a regular basis. Now, everything I've just described is not difficult to understand. And most of us have done these things already, right? We've thought about what we would like to have. We've thought about how we would like things to be. And maybe some of us have even gone out so far as written down how we're going to go about this, right? Made somewhat of a plan, maybe sat down and made a detailed process. But the key is in working the process day in, day out. So one of the ways that people fail a lot is that they make this huge plan, tons of things that need to be done, and then they try to work all these things from one day to the next, and they find that it's just not doable. So they leave it to the wayside, and then they continue with these feelings of what they would like to achieve but it's just too much work or it's too difficult or it's too uncomfortable. It's taking you out of your comfort zone. So the number one thing I wanna say based on that is being outside of your comfort zone is where growth occurs. You will never grow and become the person you wanna be sitting on the couch. You are never going to grow your muscles and get fit without putting in some work and feeling the pain of your muscles you know, being stretched and reforming and things like that. And so that applies to all ways of life. If you are going to try and change things, you have to expect it to be uncomfortable and you have to be okay with the fact that it's going to be uncomfortable. Okay. You have to almost look forward to it. Like when you first start going to the gym and you start lifting weights and your muscles are hurting the next day, it makes you feel like you don't want to go back to the gym. Right. And that's where a lot of people quit. They overdo it and then it hurts a lot and then they're like you know what i'm done i'm not doing this anymore and then a couple of months go by and they look at themselves in the mirror and they don't like what they see and they're like i gotta go back to the gym 
and they repeat the process. You know, they do some work and then it hurts. Like, you know what? This isn't for me or this is this calorie restriction or this changing the diet or this intermittent fasting, whatever the case may be. I can't do this consistently. And so in that lack of consistency is where failure lives, right? In that necessity for comfort, that's where failure lives. And so you have to be able to say, despite what I feel, I have a mission and I'm going to stay on task and I'm going to do this one thing consistently. So don't try to take on 20 different things. Don't try to say, okay, I'm going to hydrate from now on properly and I'm going to get sleep all at the right time and I'm going to do my you know, meal prep and I'm going to do my intermittent fasting and all this kind of stuff. By you trying to take on all these things that you normally don't do, you're simply increasing the chances of failure with each thing that you add. So instead, focus on one thing. From now on, I'm going to make sure that I drink the right amount of water every single day. And then when a month has gone by, maybe, and that might sound, that might sound crazy, right? That you're just going to drink water. I'm just giving an example. But the point is you do one thing consistently until it becomes natural for you to do that one thing. And then once you've got that down, you add something on. Okay, now I'm going to start making sure I'm always in bed by 10 p.m. And so now you get that one thing down. And then by the time a year has gone by, you have 8, 10, maybe 12 different habits that you didn't have before, but that are now normal for your life. This is just what you do. And so by that being what you do, in essence, that is who you have become. And so this applies to everything. If you have a failing business, if you're trying to start in business and you can't make any money, you can't get any clients, you know what you need to do? You need to start talking to more people. You need to start reaching out to more people. One of the easiest ways that you can do that is you need to create content because if you create videos or you create a podcast, you start writing up blog posts and putting info out there for the world to consume, guess what? They more than likely are going to start to consume it. In the beginning, and it might take months, but in the beginning, it might not be seen by anyone. But at some point in time, you're going to create a piece of content that has the right keywords, right? Or it just so happens to be the right topic for that moment in time. And people will start to find that. And then because they found that, they'll tell their friends. And also because they found that, they will start to find your other content. And some of them will become fans. And now your content starts to take off. Now, I've said this before. If you're starting a business, don't start a business with the thought that the business is going to pay your bills from the jump. That's just dumb. Has that happened for some people? Yes. Does that happen for the majority? No. And that is why 90% of businesses fail. And in this podcast, you'll hear me talk about a lot of the same concepts repetitively because they are important for you to get down. Hearing something once or twice is not sufficient for you to really get the concept deep. So when I tell you things, it's kind of like the coach on the football field. He's going to drum in those basics into your brain to make sure that you can make the plays properly. 
He's going to go over the the basic principles again and again. And so that's what I'm doing here sometimes. So if you hear me repeating concepts, it's because I'm trying to make sure that these concepts become second nature to you and that you understand them and you're able to use them to your advantage. When you start to do these things, when you start to change your habits little by little, what you're actually doing is changing who you are. You are becoming a better version of yourself. And so for you to try and change from one day to the next, your chances of success are very low. But for you to change gradually over time, like the seasons, right? If you live in the Northeast or if you live someplace where you have four seasons, you see that it doesn't go from one day to the next, from summer to fall. It's a process. The trees gradually start to change color, right? And then they become all these beautiful colors, all these different things and then they start to fall and before you know it the trees are bare and winter has come but that was a process of months right and so in that same way if you go about changing who you are and the things about yourself that you want to improve gradually as a process day after day consistently taking notes that you accomplish this thing that you have to do daily keeping track is hugely important like data analytics is hugely important for us to make change why because it gives us evidence of the change that we're making. And by us seeing evidence of the change that we're making and the consistency that we've held up to that moment, it drives us to continue to do that. You look at your notebook where you're keeping track of what it is that you've been eating or how many people you've been reaching out to for your business. And then you say to yourself, well, I reached out to, you know, five people yesterday, reached out to five people the day before, reached out to six the day before that. And now today I'm not going to reach out to any. It kind of like, you know what I mean? It messes with you. You're like, no, 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 no. I got to go and try and reach out to five or six people today too. And so it becomes a motivator, keeping track of what it is that you're actually doing. So I would recommend that you start with something that you enjoy or something that you find isn't that hard to do, right? Some people would say, you know, start out with the hardest thing. I kind of say, start out with something that you enjoy, something that you would find it's pretty easy for you to do. Why? Because you're stepping into a process of transformation. And so if you're going to step into a process of transformation, you want to give yourself the highest chances of success. And the highest chance of success lies in you being able to do it without finding it in the initial part, in the initial phase where you're just getting started to be very difficult. Because when you go from comfort to things that are challenging, you have a tendency to say, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to leave this alone. But if it's not that hard to do, you just start to make that transformation. And after you have those wins, you're looking at your, your notebook, right? Or your spreadsheet, wherever it is that you're keeping your data about how much progress you're making. Now you're motivated to go and make that next change, okay? So before you may have been like, well, I'm only going to, you know, send out emails every day and reach out to local businesses through emails. But now the next change may be you need to join some forums. You need to join some Facebook groups, right? You need to start answering questions in these different groups so that people can see the value of the knowledge you have. And then they're going to come to you and they're going to engage you in conversations. And based on you engaging them in conversations, now you can say, hey, if you need more help, I have this thing over here. I have this product or I have this service. You should check it out. We should talk. We should have a coffee, whatever the case may be, right? So you have to continually, incrementally build up. And before you know it, just that one step, one step, one step, one step, before you know it, like Lao Tzu says, you've gone a thousand miles. So another thing I want to touch on is 
let's suppose you go and you make this huge transformation, right? There's a piece that I think a lot of people miss on or don't give it its actual value in terms of how important it is. I know I messed up on this, right? Like for a very long time, I didn't give this the importance that it deserved. And I was told always, right, growing up that it doesn't matter what you know, what matters is who you know. When I was growing up, I grew up in a in a rough neighborhood and basically we were led to believe that the only way that you could make it out of that neighborhood as a success was by being a rapper or being an athlete or being a drug dealer. Like these were our role models, right? These were the people that we saw that had the material items that we thought correlate with success. And today that, you know, that message is still propagated to people like that's actual success is having a bunch of money and having a bunch of things, you know, and as you get older, hopefully you get wiser and you realize that's not true. I won't go into all that. That's that's a topic for another podcast. But my point to you is, is that when you see these things and you're told it's not about what you know, it's about who you know, you're never told, hey, education is an important factor for you to get up out of this hood. You're never told it, hey, if you study up on entrepreneurship, that's a way for you to get out of this hood. You're never told. Most rich people in the world, like 90% of them, they all do it through real estate and the stock market. You're never told that. There's no teacher telling you that. There's no mentor telling you that. There's no neighbor's parents telling you that. That's not information you get when you live in the hood. Now, mind you, I grew up at a time when there was no internet. So maybe today there are some people doing these things and taking these messages to the hood. But in my time, that didn't exist. So the closest thing we got to truth about building a better life for ourselves that didn't have to do with sports or music or drugs was it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And so that is a huge truth. Huge. And the reason why is because let's suppose you do all the things that we were just talking about a few moments ago. You do all these incremental improvements. You focus on one thing at a time. You become really good. You become a great expert. You have a business now. It's doing well. You're doing tons of sales. You're focused on making sales and helping your customers solve their problems. And so now your business is thriving. But if you are ambitious and you want to take that business to the next level, there's only so much that you can do because your business bottlenecks with you. I always say this, you are the bottleneck in your business. And for you to have a successful business, you have to build up a system that runs on its own. You have to create a machine that runs when you are not there watching the machine, okay? Because otherwise what you have is a nice job. But you have to build up a machine that while you're off on vacation someplace, you can ask one of your managers, how are things? And they say, Business as usual, boss. It's all good. Okay? You can log into whatever account and take a look at, you know, your data and say, things are looking better than when I was there. When you can do that, you've built yourself a great business. And in part, for you to get to that point, you have to build a network of people who have done that. There's a saying that says, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. And when I first used to hear that, I, I used to say to myself, eh, I don't know how true that is. You know what I mean? Like I hang out with a bunch of friends and family and most of them aren't like me. Like I'm the entrepreneurial nut. I'm the guy with all sorts of crazy ideas. I'm the guy that sees things from the other side opposed to everyone else at the table. 
you know. But as time went on, I came to realize this is true. You know, if you hang out with doctors and lawyers, chances are you're going to become a doctor or a lawyer. And if you hang out with drug dealers and armed robbers, chances are you're going to end up being a drug dealer or an armed robber. That's just facts. The Bible says two will not walk together unless they are of one accord. And so what you want to do, and this is something that I recommend to all entrepreneurs, but especially people who are just starting out or people who have been doing entrepreneurship and haven't seen the, the fruit, the rewards that they expected. The majority of that issue has to do with your network. If you were hanging out with successful entrepreneurs all the time, your business would be so much better because these people are going to be able to give you information that you generally just can't get on your own. Why? Because when you don't know something, you don't know what you don't know, right? So when you're hanging out with a bunch of entrepreneurs who are doing better than you are, they're attaining information. They have experience. They have knowledge. They have their own networks and connections that put them onto things that you would never come across if you just do it on your own. Conferences and events and workshops are hugely important, right? Especially when you don't have a network because you go to these things and you start to develop a network. All you have to do is be friendly. All you have to do is say hello to the people seated to the left and to the right of you and ask them a little bit about themselves and talk about your kids or talk about what brought you to the conference, talk about what they're hoping to do, ask them what kind of business they have. You just chit chat with people. And as time goes on, you're going to get to know them a little bit better. And when you see people having conversations, if there's like a circle of people around one guy who probably knows and he's going off talking about stuff, you go and you listen and you hear things, you're gonna learn things. And then you get to talk to people who are also in the circle. And you make it your business to be as friendly and as engaging as you possibly can. And for most of us, that's very uncomfortable. But what did I say earlier? In order for you to grow, you have to go through discomfort. Success lies in the areas of discomfort. Failure lies in the areas of comfort. So this means if you're going to go out there and you're going to be a better version of yourself, you have to go out there and put it out there. You have to talk to strangers. Okay. And if you have issues with these kinds of things, well, then go get some training. Go get a therapist. Go read some books. Go watch some videos on YouTube about how to overcome, you know, social anxiety. Go read Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's excellent. Excellent. Some of the best training on how to deal with people in, the, in this world that there is. So that is one of the biggest pearls that I can offer you is to go out and build your network. If you don't already have one, go out and build your network. And for those of you who do have it, please confirm to me whether or not what I'm saying is true. I know it is, but I want them to see that it is when you leave comments Leave comments and confirm to these people how important your network is to you. Your network is your net worth. Like so many people land movie roles because of who they know, not because they're better actors. So many people land contracts because of who they know, not because they're better players. So many companies land contracts, not because they do the job better. 
but because of who they know. That's what makes the world go round. The human interaction, sales and networking, that's what makes business go around. That's what makes the world of business go around. And so if you can figure this out early on and not be a knucklehead like I was and take a long time to figure this out, it's not that I didn't understand it. It's just I didn't want to do it. To me, I felt like, no, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm a digital marketer. I'm going to do things from behind my keyboard. But even when that's the case, the network still makes you a better digital marketer. The network makes you a better entrepreneur. The network makes you a better writer a better athlete, a better artist, call it what you want. The network makes you a better mom. That's why there are so many mommy blogs. That's why there's so many groups on Facebook about parenting, because you learn hacks, you learn ways in, people give you tips, they help you. So keep in mind that if you're not building a network, if you currently don't have a network, you are literally on purpose lowering the value of your business. You're lowering the value of who you are because you're not sharing it with enough people and you're not getting the information and doors opened for you that you could never access by yourself. There are simply some doors that won't unlock unless you have a friend who has the key and that friend is in the network. So develop the network. Finally, I'm going to leave you with this. When you are forming these habits, when you are dealing with people, when you are trying to become the better version of yourself, try to think from the perspective of the person who is already there. So if you're Joe and you're Joe who's just starting his business or you're Joe who's just trying to start a new career, whatever the case may be, and you want to be the CEO of the company or you want your business to be you know, on a level where it makes a million dollars a month, don't think like Joe who only has you know, a hundred bucks in the bank account right now, because that Joe can't run a business that makes a million dollars a month. You might say you can, you might believe you can because you have that determination. You're hungry, right? But there's a mental component to it. And so the guy who is coaching some little league team, he does not think like the guy who is coaching a professional team. They think completely differently because their lives are completely different. Generally speaking, the little league coach guy, he's working a job. He's doing this in his free time. He's sacrificing to get up early and to go pick up kids and to go get equipment and to do all these things. The guy who's running a professional league, he may get up early, but he's not picking up anybody. He's not messing with equipment. All he's focused on is being the CEO of his team making sure that all of his assistants are doing their jobs and getting his players prepared for the game they're going to play. Meanwhile, the little league coach is doing it for the most part all himself. Maybe he has a volunteer mom or dad to help him out, but for the most part, it's all on him. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like big props to all these coaches, regardless of what level they're on. What I'm trying to express to you is you have to think like the person who has already won. Because when you do, you make different decisions. You're going to make very different decisions when you're looking at things from the perspective of, okay, if I had this million dollar business already, would I make this decision? Would I take this client? Would I be worried about signing up for this, for this software or this training or doing this thing over here or going to that conference over there? Would this be a concern for me? No, it wouldn't. And so you sit there and you go, yeah, man, well, you know, if the money's not there, the money's not there. That may be true, but there are alternatives. 
There are always alternatives. And the hustle, there's nothing that can overcome the hustle. There's a conference you want to go to and you can't afford it. I guarantee you that if you start hounding the guy that's running the conference, the guy who runs the whole thing, you start sending him emails, you start chatting with him on social media, following his comments, his posts, everything, and you just keep banging him. Dude, I want to come to your conference. I don't have the money, but I'll do anything. How do I come to your conference? How, hook me up. It'll happen. There's, I know stories. Most of you probably know this story from one of the guys at ClickFunnels. He didn't have the money to afford staying in the hotel where the conference was being given. So he slept in the lobby for two or three days. And then he would go to the conference because it was all the money he had was to pay for the conference. After a while, he ended up getting a job with the company that was throwing the conference. And so I give huge props to that because his hunger overcame his fear. His hunger overcame his doubts and his excuses. He wasn't gonna take no for an answer. He found a way to do it. And once again, he overcame the discomfort. You think it's comfortable sleeping in a hotel lobby? You think it's comfortable having to humble yourself and spend all the money you have to be able to attend some conference? Of course not. But his goal was bigger than his fear. And at the time, he didn't have a network to help him. And he depended on himself so that he could get into a position where he did have a network. And that's exactly what happened. He ended up being an employee for the company and now all the people that work at that company who are all high level marketers are now his network. You see how that works? It doesn't have to be linear. It can, you can go about doing these things in any way you see fit, but you have to take those steps. You have to be consistent. You have to work for it. What I want you to take away from this is you are what you do and you will probably go as far as the people you surround yourself with. This isn't me saying like cut off your friends and family if none of them are entrepreneurial or get rid of your friends and family if all they like to do is eat a lot and you wanna lose weight. I just mean get around people who are trying to go where you're going or who are already where you're trying to get to. That's gonna help you a great deal, okay? And that includes me. If there's any way in which I can help you, reach out to me. I'm always happy to help. So I hope this was helpful for you. And as always, have a blessed day.